Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're bringing you the next chapter of the MC Detective Agency. Our chemistry detectives, Poppy and Ray, the green-skinned twins who always seem to win, are adventuring with Albert Einstein. Now for this next part, you could take out your periodic table, if you're in a safe place and you have one handy. I've attached a link to a free one in our show notes, but I've also adapted the audio, so it should be really easy to follow along, even if you don't have your periodic table handy. So let's get into the final chapter of the second comic book in the MC Detective Agency series. Enjoy! Grown-ups, this week we are sponsored again by Caden Lane. I stay on the lookout for quality, eco-friendly clothes for kids because my two toddlers always seem on the brink of a growth spurt. So I want clothes that'll last, that'll maybe stretch a little, like Caden Lane's bamboo pajamas, and clothes that one sibling can hand down to the other, and then we can pass along to our friends with younger kids. Caden Lane was started in 2005 by a single mom who wanted to create better and cuter clothes for her own children and for yours. They're on a mission to make make parents' lives easier, like with their Color Me pajamas, which is like wearing a washable, reusable, and comfortable coloring book to bed every night. With almost 20 years in the business and over 70,000 five-star reviews, plus millions of customers, you know Caden Lane is doing something right. Okay, quick update on the St. Patrick's Day pajama pant heist of 2024. I got the kids some lovely matching St. Patty's Day pajamas and myself a pair of their extremely comfortable pajama pants for grown-ups, but I accidentally bought them in a size that my wife could wear and now they're hers. So just learn from my mistakes. And if you get some matching St. Patrick's Day or Easter clothes or pajamas, make sure you get enough for everyone in your household, or you may suffer the same fate as me and have to buy even more Caden Lane. Which isn't really the end of the world, because you can get 20% off using the code WHATIFWORLD. Remember, Caden Lane is your one-stop shop for all your newborn, infant, and toddler apparel. Head to cadenlane.com slash whatifworld and use code WHATIFWORLD for 20% off your order. Once again, that's C-A-D-E-N-L-A-N-E dot com backslash whatifworld for 20% off. And make sure you use my promo code WHATIFWORLD so they know I sent you. Now back to the show!
Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Kids Chemical Solutions presents the MC Detective Agency. File 2, The Case of the Missing Atomic Model. Chapter 5, Clouds, Not Orbits. Written by Colleen Kelly, Ph.D. Adapted and produced by Eric O'Keefe. Last time on the MC Detective Agency, Poppy and Ray were sent back in time by Granny Eve in the mysterious MC to the Solvay Convention of 1927. There, they met Albert Einstein among a crowd of protesters. He told them about Niels Bohr, who locked away the quantum mechanical model of the atom. The most advanced technologies of today rely on that quantum model, and Poppy and Ray will have to understand the structure of the atom in order to free it. We join our detectives in Brussels, Belgium, 1927, amidst protesters, scientists, and of course, cotton candy. I see Poppy holding her periodic table. If you've got one handy, you can grab it, or you can just listen along. Ray, this is so exciting. Albert Einstein is going to teach us science, said Poppy, hopping up and down. As long as he can make it about food like Thomas Edison did, said Poppy's ever-hungry brother, Ray. Well, to begin our lesson, we can learn from the protesters' signs, said Albert Einstein, gesturing to the crowd. Signs? But there's cotton candy everywhere! Please ignore my brother, Mr. Einstein. There were a number of signs to take in. They read, clouds, not orbits. Free the electron cloud. And quantum mechanics is the wave of the future. A few even had pictures of Niels Bohr's atomic model crossed out inside a big red circle with this is wrong written across it. Aw, Al, why do the signs say wave of the future? I mean, I can dig it. Waves are definitely the future. And the past. Waves are forever. And yet only for a moment. Uh, uh, that's beautiful, Ray. Uh, confusing, but beautiful. The quantum mechanical model of the atom is based on waves that Irwin called a wave function. Or simply, sigh. Oh, I got you. I sigh all the time when I think about waves. But who's Irwin? Another pirate? A surfer? And Einstein's four quirky scientist friends stepped out of the crowd again. Lana? Erwin, Max, Louis, meet Poppy and Ray. Huh, not these guys again. You're green. Are you radioactive? I am Ray, and I am very active. And I did get a D in home act. He is radioactive. Let's get out of here. <laughs> 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 
No, he just got a D because he ate all of the ingredients and... They're gone. <sighs> it is obvious that you will not focus until you have some cotton candy. For me? <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Al. Now, look at the cloud of cotton candy and the cloud on some of these signs. Oh, wait, what? Oh, whoops. <laughs> Maybe you should buy me another one for science? <sighs> Fine. Poppy jumped in, looking at the signs and the cotton candy. So I see other signs with something called an electron cloud, and it kind of looks like that fluffy cotton candy with blue spots scattered around. Spot on, puppy. The electron cloud is like cotton candy. The model is based on something I discovered. The Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle. It means we do not know the exact location of an electron at any given moment. Pirates took them. Oh, I knew it. Albert pointed up at a street lamp. It was starting to get dark outside, and you could see many bugs flitting about the light. Look at these tiny bugs around the light. Most of them are close to it, but some fly away and others even circle it. This is how most electrons prefer to be closer to the center of the atom, called the nucleus. So the nucleus is like the street lamp? Indeed. And we cannot say an electron is here in the atom, just as we cannot say where a bug will be. This is what is wrong with the Bohr model. But dude, I see that picture of that weird Bohr model with all the symmetrical loops. It's still everywhere, even in 2024. My atomic nachos even have it on the label. Perhaps because it is pretty, or because it is easy to teach. Symbols can stick in our heads sometimes, even if they are wrong. Mr. Einstein, said Poppy, you mentioned an uncertainty principle? I'm a little confused. I thought science was supposed to be certain. Oh, not at all. A true scientist thrives in uncertainty. That is the realm of discovery. Sometimes we must even question what we believe to be certain as I did with Bohr's model. So we know an electron cloud looks like cotton candy. And not a bunch of symmetrical loops, but you also mentioned electrons. And a nucleus. Ah, yes. Let us find some better light and take a look at the periodic table. Poppy and Ray followed Albert inside the Metropole Hotel of Brussels, the stately old brownstone where the conference was being held. Now, if you listeners are set up somewhere safe with your periodic table, you can follow along. But if not, just listen up. First off, children, you must understand that Niels Bohr helped us learn each element has a different number of electrons, said Albert, unfolding Poppy's periodic table in the quiet but well-lit lobby. So you can bet that unlocking his safe will take some electron know-how. Oh, well, I know how to eat this electron cloud. Am I helping? In a way, Ray, yes. But in another way, give me the candy. Oh. Ah, you see here, you have eaten all but 18 of the little blue dots floating inside this cotton candy. If it has 18 electrons in its electron cloud, then its atomic number is 18. Oh, 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 popped in Poppy. 18, I know how to find that on the periodic table. You mean you know how to count? It's argon. Well done. 
But what's the atomic number 18 even mean? So much! Not only is it the number of electrons in its cloud, it is the number of protons inside the nucleus. Ah, oh, what a treasure the periodic table is. Speaking of treasure, are we ready to start our atomic model heist? Almost. <clears throat> Excuse me, narrator? Uh, are you talking to me? Yes, I need a quick favor. I don't know, is this even possible? I introduced theory of relativity. I can break the fourth wall. Uh, yeah, sure. What can I do for you, Albert Einstein? I need you to make a scale in this lobby. A scale that treats this cotton candy as an atom of argon. Bloop! And there appeared an atomic massometer. Perfect for measuring cotton candy atoms. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Albert Einstein likes me! Now, Ray, please put your cotton candy on this atomic mess-o-meter to see how much it weighs. Why is it always my food used in the lessons? First my banana split, now my cotton candy? It's because you're always eating, Ray. Oh, good point. Okay, I'll just put it down on the scale here. Okay. Says it weighs 40 AMUs. Atomic mass units. Now, Pull off all those 18 little electron candies and see how much those weigh. Oh, I better get to eat these after. Wait, I put 18 candies on the scale, but it says it weighs zero? Because the electrons have no weight. I can see it with my own eyes. 18 electrons, zero weight. Never argue with the data. Now, puppy. Please reach inside the electron cloud and pull out the small piece of bubblegum that represents the nucleus. I caught dibs on the bubblegum! Fine, now put that on the atomic massometer. What? Now it says 40 again. And the soul? So all the mass of the cotton candy, uh, atom, is in the nucleus. The bubblegum. Because the electrons and electron cloud Weigh zero. Bravo, children. Your Granny Eve was correct to name you after MC's discoveries. Huh? Okay, okay, but what makes up the weight in the nucleus? The protons and the neutrons, each of which has a weight of one AMU. There are secret bonus proton candies inside that bubblegum? Eighteen of them, in fact. So the rest of the atomic mass is the neutrons. And what do the neutrons taste like? Pretty neutral, I imagine. So the number of protons plus the number of neutrons equals the weight of the nucleus, also called the mass number. It's just rounding the atomic mass to the nearest whole number. Well, I gotta know how many neutral candies are in this. Neutrons, Ray. And we've got everything we need to figure out how many neutrons argon has. And then I can eat it. I am afraid there isn't time for that. Not unless you have a copy of the MC Detective Agent comic book ready and want to practice some atomic arithmetic. Are, are you talking to the listeners, Mr. Einstein? That's kind of my job. Oh, I just thought you'd be too busy describing the angry scientist chasing the two green children through the lobby. What? Oh, hey, it's Niels Bohr. A middle-aged man with an athletic build and thinning hair, he wore a blue suit and a furious expression. 
Do not listen to that madman, Albert Einstein. I will teach you the proper model of the atom. <sighs> Why are grown-ups always chasing us around buildings? And in such impractical shoes. You're wearing flip-flops, Ray. Actually, they're surf-flops, Poppy. My latest invention, with added traction for taxi surfing and lobby chase scenes. Come back, children, and look at the Bohr model with its beautiful loops and predictable electron paths. It's the way of the future. Oh! Ah! And Niels Bohr, running around the perfectly smooth floors of the hotel in his slippery dress shoes, fell flat on his face. Oh. Oh, Nielsy. Niels ratings. Nielslism. You might not know this, but we're from the future, and the quantum model of the atom is used for all our future technology. Yours is just on my brother's potato chip bag. And some artwork on occasion, but it's still inaccurate. Impossible. You will never free Albert's model. First, you would have to find my safe. Is it in your hotel room, here at the Metropole? Um, no. Oh, and you dropped your keys. This has the number 40 stamped on it. Is that your room? Uh, definitely not. Then you wouldn't mind if we borrowed these keys to check it out? I, I would mind. Very much so. Sorry, Niels. You're never gonna catch us in those shoes, dude. You should have worn your surf -lop. But you'll never guess the combination to my safe. Only a seasoned physicist could decipher the clues. Well, it sounds like you're giving us a clue right now. Thanks. Oh, no. Children, stop. Or at least slow down a little. Niels Bohr slipped and faltered as the children ran to room 40 and tried the key. It works. Practical footwear for the win. They quickly entered the room and locked themselves inside. Niels Bohr caught up a half a second later. But all he could do was bang on the locked door from the hallway. You'll never get that quantum mechanical model out of the safe. Why are you so obsessed with your model, dude? I think it looks pretty. Quit fooling around, Ray. We've got to unlock the safe, but what's the combination? The big metal safe in the hotel room was hard to miss. But there were no discernible marks or clues on it at all. Oh, uh, Poppy, try 40. It's the room number. These numbers only go up to 39. <laughs> My riddle is too massive for you to solve. Massive? Like atomic mass units? Oh, no. Like something else. Thanks for the clue, Niels on Wheels. Okay, we learned that Argon has 40 AMUs, or atomic mass units. Right, and because it's number 18, it has 18 electrons and 18 protons. But we never figured out the number of neutral candies. Neutrons. And you never will, foolish children. <laughs> so you should just stop trying and unlock the door, please. Okay, let's focus. We'll need your help, too. That means you, the listeners. Are you with us? Each proton or neutron inside the atom weighs 1 AMU, and the electrons weigh 0. So 40 minus 18 tells us the number of neutrons. Yep, the mass number of argon minus the number of protons. Uh, so 40 minus 18 is, um, carry the 1. 40 minus 18 is... Boris, want to help us out? 
No. It's 22, Ray. Okay, so try combo 18, 22, 18. It worked. Impossible. Not really, dude. You gave us so many clues. And a pink cloud of vapor, scattered with fine blue dots, floated out of the safe. Thank you, said the cloud, before disappearing like a puff of noble gas. Weird. Quantum headache. Yeah, how'd Boar even capture that thing? Must have been some safe. The children opened the door of the hotel room to see that Albert Einstein had just caught up. You did it, children! You saved the quantum mechanical model of the atom! We did it, Uncle Al. Well, well, mostly us. Yeah, where were you? It's very difficult to run through a hotel in these shoes. Oh, sounds like you need some surf lops, too. Let me just measure those feet real quick. Honk, honk! A loud beep echoed from the wide hallway, where their time-traveling taxi had suddenly appeared. No time, kiddos. I just got my quantum time-travel mojo back, and you kids are late for lunch. How can we be late for anything you travel in time? Out of my way, sis. See Uncle Al. Later, Electric Nails. It's Electron Nails. The kids climbed into their time-traveling taxi and waved at a relieved-looking Albert Einstein and a defeated-looking Niels Bohr. Clouds not orbits, clouds not orbits, Poppy chanted. Oh, I'm too hungry to protest, Poppy. <laughs> a moment later, and almost a hundred years later, Poppy and Ray darted out of the taxi and raced back into their house toward Granny Eve. And lunch. We did it, Granny Eve. We saved the future. And met a dude named Al with awesome hair. Oh, I wouldn't know anything about all that. Winked Granny Eve cryptically. Of course you do, Granny. We met Albert Einstein. You sent us back in time to search for him. What are you hiding? Creme brulee for lunch, everyone. Woohoo! I have to admit, I am rather hungry. Starving and easily distracted, the kids took off to the dining room while Granny Eve made her report to their old-timey radio. MC, they did it. The quantum mechanical model of the atom is free. Wonderful, said MC, the voice inside the radio, because Clive and his evil sidekick, Nat, are planning to steal more electrons. We are going to need our best time travelers on the job. Poppy and Ray will be ready, MC. And our agents at home, too, said Granny Eve, looking up at you. Very well, agents. Rest up, have some dessert for lunch, and meet us back here when you are ready for the case of the pillaging pirates. Oh, wait, did someone say pirates? End the transmission. This concludes the MC Detective Agency, File 2, The Case of the Missing Atomic Model, Chapter 5, Clouds, Not Orbits. Dr. Colleen Kelly has created this chemistry comic book series to help elementary school students master concepts often taught at the college level. These comic books are presented by Kids Chemical Solutions and can be found at kidschemicalsolutions.com. 
Well, detectives, I hope you all enjoyed your story. And remember, you can listen to these episodes as often as you like, or get your own copy of the comics, which are packed full of fun activities and stuff that I can't even include in the audio episode because it wouldn't make sense. Rate and review us wherever you listen, and check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld if you want to support the show. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Dr. Colleen Kelly, for taking a chance with a comic book into audio drama adaptation, and all you scientists at home who know that uncertainty is the realm of discovery. So until we meet again, keep wondering. Friends, are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.